Today, we're back with our third and final interview with the Democratic Secretary of State candidate, former Illinois Treasurer Alexei Janoulias. I'm Jerry Nowicki, and this is Capital Cast. From 2007 to 2011, Alexei Janoulias was the state's chief investment officer, the post we know in Illinois as state treasurer. In 2010, he was defeated by Republican Mark Kirk in a U.S. Senate bid, and he's been out of elected office ever since. In a Zoom interview this week, Janulius and I talked about his plans to modernize the office with the intent of reducing wait times at the driver services facilities, as well as his plans for working with lawmakers to strengthen ethics laws. My goal was to narrow in on what he wants to do with the office, but the 2022 campaign can't be discussed without at least a brief examination about some of the back and forth between the two apparent front runners. One of the key issues of Junulius's unsuccessful 2010 Senate campaign was his involvement with his family's Broadway Bank, a community financial institution in Chicago. At the time, the Chicago Tribune reported on questionable loans given to felons and individuals tied to organized crime while Janulius was a loan officer there. But the former treasurer has always denied any impropriety, and he speaks highly of his time at Broadway Bank, telling the Tribune earlier this year that the bank's collapse can largely be attributed to the Great Recession. Janulius' chief rival for this year's Secretary of State race, Chicago City Clerk Anna Valencia, has resurfaced the old Broadway Bank reporting, while Janulius has gone on offense about Valencia's husband's lobbying career, noting that it's the Secretary of State that oversees lobbying registration for Illinois state government. Again, I'll point you to the reporting of the Tribune's Jeremy Gorner, who's covered the race pretty thoroughly, and I'll link to that in the comments of this podcast so you'll be able to get a better understanding of some of the accusations that have been flying. Despite it all, Valencia and Janulius have each vowed to endorse the Democratic candidate for Secretary of State, whomever it may be. As far as endorsements go, Janulius counts labor unions such as the Laborers International Union of North America, the Illinois Federation of Teachers, and the Service Employees International Union as the backbone of his campaign. Valencia, meanwhile, is backed by Governor J.B. Pritzker, U.S. Senators Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth, and outgoing Secretary of State Jesse White, who has held the office since 1999 and is consistently the strongest performing Democrat on the ballot each year. So here's my conversation with Alexei Janulius, in which you'll learn more about his plans for the office, why he believes his experience suits him for the job, and what his motivations are for running. All right, so let's start off at the basic level here. What does the Secretary of State do? <laughs> well, the Secretary of State uh, does a number of things. Um, it's the largest Secretary of State's office in the United States of America. It touches more people's lives on an everyday basis uh, than any other uh, state agency. And I think most people just think of, it, think of it as the DMV or the place where you get your license, your ID, uh, but it does a lot more than that. We're also the state's chief librarian, so we oversee uh, about 3,500 libraries across the state. We're in charge of automatic voter registration, which is more important now uh, than ever before, especially with this attack uh, across the country uh, on voting rights. We're also in charge of lobbyist registrations and reports. And I think with all the, the ethics and scandal 
um, and, and, and corruption people uh, want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to eliminate that in Springfield. Um, we also are in charge of uh, the driver's license and IDs and um, registration for vehicles. Uh, so modernization is going to be at the forefront of every single thing we do. Right. So what can you do? Is there anything you could do on a sort of day one where um, to improve the interactions with customers at the driver services facilities and modernize the office? Yes. And, you know, this campaign has been centered around modernization. Everything we're going to, everything that we're going to do is going to be based on making uh, life simpler uh, for Illinoisans across the state. People are paying too high of what we call a time tax. Uh, just to just to use simple government services, people are waiting hours in line. Uh, they're stuck on the phone. So number one, we announced our plan, our skip the line program, where you can actually schedule uh, an appointment at the driver service facility. Um, we've also looked at driver's license and IDs on your mobile device, which other states are doing. We've also talked about the creation of an app, Secretary of State's app for all our Secretary of State services, just like the private sector. Um, has moved in that direction. We're also looking at vision tests online. So a lot of the things that I did as state treasurer uh, to modernize and bring new technology and make life easier uh, for Illinoisans, we're going to do the same uh, in the Secretary of State's office. So how do you not? How can you assure someone's not cheating on an online vision test? Uh, so we would. That's that's actually a great question. We would uh, use the same technology that blockchain uses, which is unhackable, secure. Um, there's IDs, there, there are ways to make sure it's it's safe and secure. That's why we're going to test it out. We would never do it if there's even the remote possibility of uh, of any hacking. Great okay. question. So I saw some stuff on like pop-up offices and just making it easier to get an appointment. So, so pop-up offices, kiosks, uh, Secretary of State advocates in the office to make sure we do everything possible to get people in and out of there. And I will also tell you, we are doing it not just for uh, the benefit of, uh, of of Illinoisans who have come into the DMV, but also for the people who work there. Makes their job easier when they know Bob is coming at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Their paperwork is ready. Bob knows he's coming in. The people who work there know they're coming in, which is why one of the reasons why we've been endorsed by you know all the organizations that have members within the office, uh, SCIU, which has two and a half thousand employees in the office, the Illinois Federation of Teachers which has employees in the office, the Teamsters, because we've talked about modernization, but we've done it in a way where we want to make people's lives easier who actually work there and make it more efficient and streamline services. So is this stuff you think it's just operational changes or do you work with the General Assembly to the, implement some of these reforms? So a lot of them are operational when we'll do, you know, uh, like, I, like I said, when I was state treasurer, we did a lot of these through uh, executive order. We did them within our office. Some of it requires legislative assistance. For example, um, we have a proposal with Senator Ron Billy Vallum um, to pre-register 16 and 17 year olds. I think nine other states currently do it. And what that means is if your kid or grandkid goes to get their driver's license at 16, uh, they are pre-registered. So the day they turn 18, they are, they are already registered to vote. And we want to do everything we can to make it as easy as possible for vote, folks to vote, especially with this attack on voting rights, sadly, that we're seeing across the country. 
Okay, so looking at some of your proposals on ethics, I saw you were might look to strengthen inspectors general, uh, give them more independence and subpoena power. Is that that's probably something you need lawmakers for, right? Um, yes. Okay. So what else are you looking at? I would also say, sorry, I would also say that, you know, having served as state treasurer, being the only one who's held the constitutional office, we have relationships with legislators. We've worked with legislators across the aisle to pass, um, you know, legislation. When I was uh, state treasurer, we've had a great relationship. My, my first chief of staff uh, left the state house to be my chief of staff. We had a great relationship with everyone. We understand the importance of, of working uh, with legislators and with other elected officials in Springfield. For example, we have another uh, bill that we're working on with Representative LaShawn Ford to end um, what's called the rearview mirror law, which basically it's in Illinois, it's illegal to have anything hanging from your rearview mirror, which we found out to be a discriminatory um, and has increases racial profiling. So little things like that, uh, larger bills, small bills, working with the legislature is, is uh, incredibly important. Right. So that, that was another thing I was going to ask. Um, who are your day one uh, General Assembly allies that uh, you think you could work with to implement some of your policy initiatives? Uh, well, you know, I've got a, a number of allies uh, across the spectrum, um, whether it's Jay Hoffman uh, in Metro East, Marcus Evans, I mentioned Senator Ron Villivalum, Representative Curtis Tarver, um, Latoya Greenwood. Um, so again, being the only candidate who's ever received votes uh, outside the city of Chicago and having some of these relationship with, relationships with legislators, not just in Springfield, uh, but I've got the support of Mayor Tom McNamara from Rockford, for example, and seeing some of the stuff that he's doing in Rockford and finding ways to work with him uh, will also be uh, incredibly important. Okay. so. Um, those members of the General Assembly, they did pass these sort of lobbying and ethics package. Um, a lot of the things you're mentioning on your website, such as uh, revolving doors, strengthening that, they did that, but probably not to a level you're comfortable with. Um, so I guess what are the challenges with working with the General Assembly and uh, maybe go into some of the other specifics of your proposals on ethics? Um, well, there's, there's always challenges, but again, a lot of it, as, as you know, is spending time in Springfield, having lunch and dinners and building um, relationships with these legislators and building friendships and understanding what, what's important to their constituents. And that's how politics work. That's how, that's how government uh, works. Ours does go a step further. Um, you know, for example, we, it's my feeling uh, that if you're an elected official, you shouldn't lobby any other um, any other corridor of government. And I think that's something that's fundamentally important. I think when people lose trust in their elected officials in government, uh, it sets everyone, it sets everything back and it makes tougher to pass uh, to pass bills and to ask for sacrifices. Okay, so let's see here. So um, one of the things you'll, if you wanna, if you're, are you looking at the fee structure for the uh, Secretary of State's office? Is there anything you could do differently there? I know that's something that's definitely going to require work with lawmakers, but anything you're considering there? Uh, yeah, so in a perfect world, we'd reduce fees. And I think until we get in there and sort of figure out how to do that, um, I don't want to make any promises, but our goal is to ultimately reduce fees. We think by implementing some of these 
um, these changes in streamlining services, there will be cost savings there. Our goal is to pass, pass this down, pass these savings down to, to Illinois consumers. And I will also tell you, um, I'm the only one who has a track record of having done that. We added all these uh, programs when I was state treasurer, low interest loan programs to, for people to buy their first home, start their first business. We did a scholarship program for the kids of fallen, uh, fallen soldiers. We went after credit card companies that were going after college students. We did all of these things and I cut my budget every year that I was state treasurer. So I think there are ways uh, to find ways. There are ways to, to do more with less. Okay. So um, I, I want to get into the background there of the, the state treasurer's office. That's kind of a long time ago, ago now. So what most recently, what are, what are you employed as now? Or is there anything you'd have to, any job you'd have to give up uh, to take secretary of state? Should you be nominated? Um, a specific job? Uh, well, uh, no. <laughs> but I will tell you that, you know, you said it was a long time ago. It does feel like a long time ago since I was state treasurer. Um, but just because I left, I left a public office never means I left public life. I was appointed to be the chairman of the Illinois Community College System, 48 of the finest schools in the country. I think we're not giving our community colleges enough resources. Um, you know, they play a key role in every single every single community. I was on the board of the Chicago Public Library System, which is relevant because the Secretary of State is the state's chief librarian. I want to bring free tutoring, free mentoring, uh, more online services. We were in Metro East about a month ago and we announced um, with Latoya Greenwood and Jay Hoffman, uh, our proposal, uh, our license to read proposal to bring down, talk to publishers and bring down fees for online books. So there's a lot that, that we want to be doing uh, to help everyone across the state. So, um, so how does your sort of experience in the private banking industry, I know, uh, where you, you're no longer at BNY Mellon, right? Correct. Okay, so how does I mean, how does that play into what you're going to do here? And I think was there an Anula Ventures? Are you still uh, involved with that? That was that a private investment firm which you had launched? Yeah. So I think there's there's a number of things. Number one, um, having a, a, a different perspective and bringing that to Springfield, I think, is enormously valuable. Um, so being state treasurer, being the only one who's held a constitutional office, is is a, a, an important. Uh, perspective provides valuable experience coming from the private sector and understanding how to, you know, how to run a business, understanding how to make payroll, making sure that, uh, you know, you understand the challenges of running a day-to-day -day business is a perspective that I feel more people in government should have. And I think it would make things uh, run more smoothly. And then, you know, doing some nonprofit work um, has also been invaluable to me. You know, I've done, I mentioned the Illinois Community Colleges, which was an unpaid position. Chicago Public Library Board. I did some work with um, CARE, which provides a job training and jobs to those who've had some bumps in the road. Prosper Chicago, where we provide uh, food for those who uh, are malnourished and we, we purchase our meals through, non, through minority owned uh, businesses. Chicago Children's Advocacy Center, where we help abuse and neglected kids. So I think having some nonprofit experience, some private sector experience, and having served uh, in state government to me are. Uh, it's it's a it's provided very good perspective and very good experience, very valuable experience. Okay, so um, back to the Anula Ventures. So what what role do you play with that currently? That's just uh, uh, a private vehicle where I invest in companies. 
Okay. And then um, that's something you'll continue to do uh, if you're elected? No. No. Okay. Um, so community college board, board of higher education, you said both of those were unpaid positions? Correct. Okay. And, and can you go in a little bit more about what you did there? Yeah, so uh, again, we oversee 48 uh, community colleges across the state of Illinois. Um, incredibly important work. One of the things we try to do is make sure there's more scholarships for kids who maybe weren't ready to go to a four-year institution yet. Our community colleges provide invaluable vocational training. We try to put a focus uh, on that, whether it was in the, you know, the collar counties, whether it's in Southern Illinois, Central Illinois, um, community colleges are invaluable. On uh, the public library board, we um, open more libraries, we open up libraries on the weekends, um, increased electronic offerings, we provide free tutoring, free mentoring, and all that is, you know, very valuable. Okay, so um, obviously don't want to get into it too much, but uh, between you and Ms. Valencia, there's been a little bit of uh, bad blood, some accusations flying around, and with some of the things you're saying about each other, could you see yourself uh, endorsing her should she gain the nomination? I know you've got a little bit of a history as willing to endorse a Republican for treasurer and uh, Mr. Cross at one point. So would you have, would you back a Democrat or? Would I back a Democrat? <laughs> would you back Anna Valencia? Yes, I would back a Democrat. Anna Valencia? Yes. Okay. Um, so what uh, what are some of the other major things um, you're looking to do with the office? So again, modernization will be at the forefront of everything we do. We've talked about our, our libraries. Uh, the push for voting rights will be crucially important. We want to make sure, I mentioned we're in charge of corporate registration and business formation. We want to make it as easy as possible, cut the red tape when it comes to folks who want to start their business, expand their business. Uh, we're also in charge of the securities division. So many people don't know this, but we're responsible for going after white collar criminals, corporate cr criminals that prey on our most vulnerable. We want to uh, hire more lawyers, more investigators, more auditors to not only go after the bad guys, but we believe uh, can bring added revenue uh, to the state of Illinois. Okay. So what, uh, what does your level of support from labor unions mean? Um, why do you think you have that? And what does it mean for how you'd uh, sort of run the office? Well, organized labor has been at the backbone of my campaign. Uh, that's something that I'm very proud of. I've always been there and stood for, you know, working families, working men and women. My proudest moment as state treasurer is when we fought um, Wells Fargo, which is a big bank uh, that was going after the state, the nation's oldest suit maker. They were going to close their doors. We worked with organized labor. We told Wells Fargo they weren't going to do business with the state of Illinois. If in the midst of the, you know, the greatest recession we've seen since the Great Depression, they're going to force this company to close their doors. We worked together and we saved, you know, 900 jobs. And I will always fight for working families. So sort of on the flip side, what does it mean that uh, Ms. Valencia has the endorsement of Secretary White? I, I am extraordinarily proud of the support that we've received from folks across the state. The Downstate Southern County Chairman's Association uh, endorsed us the earliest they've ever endorsed a statewide candidate. Uh, Congressman Chuy Garcia, Congressman Bobby Rush, Congresswoman Jan Schakowsky, Congressman Mike Quigley, um, over 250 elected officials, Democratic organizations, the Cook County Democratic Party, 
So I couldn't be more proud of uh, the endorsements and support we received. Okay, so uh, going back to the modernization, I know you had mentioned your office advocates and you went into that a little bit, but can you talk a little bit more specifically as what an office advocate would do? Yeah, it would be someone, yes, great question. Someone there, especially to help seniors uh, or folks who have uh, language barriers when they enter the uh, enter the, the, the premises, if they haven't used our skip the line program, or if they don't, they decide not to put their driver's license or ID on their mobile device. Um, we want to make sure we have hands-on assistance for these folks, but especially uh, for our seniors. Okay. And then uh, you had went into it a little bit about libraries, but um, how can the Secretary of State sort of invigorate its approach to strengthening the state's libraries? Uh, as I mentioned, a number of things, more electronic offerings. Uh, we announced our license to read program uh, where we're going to work with publishers to bring down the cost of ebooks, free tutoring, free mentoring. Um, we want to talk about civics literacy, financial literacy, making it a place for kids to go after school and over the weekends and uh, during the summer. Um, all that's going to be crucial. We want to be as aggressive as we possibly can. Okay. So the direct correlations between state treasurer and uh, secretary of state um, in terms of the office. Uh, well, let's, actually, let's get more specific about the sort of equity initiatives you plan uh, to launch via executive order. Um, so I guess you just want to go, in, uh, go into a little bit of details on the um, equity and diversity and, and hiring that you'd look to implement? Yeah, I think track records matter. I and mean, you mentioned the state treasurer's office. I could not be more proud of the work that we did um, in the state treasurer's office. We fought for same-sex couples. My chief of staff was the first African-American uh, female chief of staff or a constitutional officer uh, in Illinois history. Robin Kelly, who's now a United States Congresswoman. Uh, my deputy treasurer of the state of Illinois, uh, was an Indian American named Raja Krishnamurti, who's now a United States Congressman. Um, so, you know, equity and inclusion has always been important. We're going to hire a chief diversification officer. We're going to focus on these issues, which are more important than ever. But again, track records matter. Being the only candidate who's ever gotten votes outside the city of Chicago who's held this uh, constitutional office, I think that's experience that's uh, that's crucial. Okay, so final question then, if if you got time for it, is why was now the time to get back into public service? You had mentioned never out of public service, but why was now the time to make another run for office? No, that's a great question. I think that when I when I when I think about the the political process, when I think about the hatred and vitriol, when I think about the generational damage that's been done to our country, when I think about this assault on voting rights, you know, now that I've got two little uh, girls at home with with one on the way, I, I'm starting to think more and more uh, about what kind of world we're gonna live them, leave them. And I know it sounds cheesy and idealistic, but we need people who are gonna fight for our state, who are gonna fight for our democracy, our planet. And I think people just want elected officials to be public servants and never forget that it's not about us, it's about uh, all of you. I always say that, you know, the voters are, are my boss, are my bosses. We can never lose sight of that. I never lost sight of that as state treasurer. That's something that will always be fundamental uh, to who I am. And the last piece I'll say is people have lost trust in their elected officials. They've lost trust in government. And the scandal and corruption, the pay to play, people are sick and tired of it. And I think now is an ideal time for people to step up and try and be leaders and help move our state forward. All right.
right. Anything else to say before we go? Uh, no, I want to make sure everyone comes out and votes on, uh, on, uh, on June 28th. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you for your time, Thanks sir. so much. So that's it for my interview with candidate Alexi Janulius. We've previously interviewed Anna Valencia and David Moore, two of the other candidates for the office, and those interviews can be found on this podcast app, and coverage of them can be found at capitalnewsillinois.com. There's also coverage of the GOP race from my colleague Peter Hancock at our site. This has been the latest edition of Capital Cast. As always, thank you for listening.